and welcome to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we embrace beginners and experts to all things crypto, Web3, NFTs, metaverse, you name it. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, your host on the mic, and I could not fathom doing this podcast without bringing on today's guest because she is truly just the expert of all things metaverse. You can't have a conversation about the metaverse without this incredible woman's name coming up in the conversation. So without further ado, uh, I am so excited for her to share her wisdom about all things metaverse, what we can look forward to in the future. Kathy Hackle, co-founder and chief metaverse officer of Journey. Kathy, it's a delight to have you. Randy, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. And I have been so lucky to have you on my SiriusXM show several times and to meet in person at a really cool metaverse uh, real life gathering that you organize. <laughs> so it's been truly been a pleasure for me. Likewise, it was so wonderful to have you at our metaverse salon and yeah, I just love every time we get together to talk about, you know, metaverse and crypto, we have a lot of fun. So absolutely. All right. So since this is a virtual cafe that we're in right now, this crypto cafe, I wish it was a real one and we were together. But uh, what what are you drinking in the cafe? Set the scene. <laughs> uh, I literally have my regular coffee with cream and then just water and I'm just relaxing. And I wish I had a croissant in front of me, which oh. I don't. But that would be it. That would be it. Oh, it we probably we probably we would be in the Parisian cafe, you know, where uh, where the philosophers of yesterday used to meet. So I love that. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, our next gathering has to be in a Parisian cafe, either in real Paris or metaverse Paris. Um, Kathy, why? Okay, you are referred to as the godmother of the metaverse. How did that come about? And uh, what was your aha moment about this space? <laughs> um, so the funny thing is this name was given to me by someone in Nike's metaverse team, right? So Nike's all in on the metaverse. <laughs> uh, you know, they've acquired a company called Artifact. They're doing, they just did a drop, like th they're big into the space. And Andrew Schwartz, who's part of the metaverse team, um, it was very random. It happened on Twitter in August of last year. Uh, Alexis Ohanian, of all people, was tweeting, asking about like more women in Web3 to follow. And Andrew, who's very apt at Twitter, um, he replied and he included some names. I think he might have included your name in the list. And then the last tweet, the last tweet he did, he said, oh, and don't forget Kathy Hackle, comma, she's the godmother of the metaverse. And then someone took a screenshot. They sent it to me. The community started to use it. And I wear it as a badge of honor. Um, so yeah, it was not self-appointed. Someone gave me the name and I do actually like, I, I wear it like a badge of honor. So um, that was kind of a special moment, let's say, when when that moniker came. Um, I, I love it. I think it's even better when someone else gives you a, mm -hmm. a nickname like that than coming up with yourself. Okay, do you remember where you were or the moment when you first became interested in the metaverse? Yeah, I think I've always... You know, I've always been a geek, nerd, per nerdy person at heart. I loved sci-fi, um, but I don't think it was, uh, you know, I always have to trace it back. And this is kind of a weird story, but uh, I always have to trace it back to 2004, which sounds like a long time ago. Um, but I was working at CNN at that time. And part of my job was to look at all the raw footage that was coming in uh, from the war in Iraq. So I always joke that I was a you know YouTube moderator uh, before, <laughs> before that even existed. Um, so when you have, you know, when you have to sit through stuff that is very unpleasant, you have to kind of 
turn your hum- humanity dial just a little bit, just kind of have a life. And that was 2004. And about 10 years ago, it's almost going to be 10 years now, 10, nine years ago. Um, I went to a conference and put on my, the first time I tried virtual reality, right? I put a VR headset on and I went into an experience uh, called confinement by the guardian that puts you in a virtual solitary confinement cell um, in mm-hmm. VR, right? In virtual reality. And within a couple of minutes, I was completely claustrophobic. I was blown away. I took the headset off and I said, this is the future of something. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And the only way I can describe that aha moment is like that dial that I had to turn back a little bit in 2004 because of, of the work I had. I feel like I was able to fully turn it back on. It's just this really weird click and moment for me. And and yeah, and ever since I've been, you know, a part, uh, you know, a part of the VR AR industry, then later on went into gaming. Uh, you know, now I, I'm really much, you know, really a big part of like metaverse and Web3 and um, yeah, so it, that's the only way I can kind of explain how I got to where I am. Mm, I love it. Okay, so how, uh, you know, maybe you're sitting with some people who are skeptical or have never heard of the metaverse. How are you describing it to them? And how are you convincing them that it's something that they yeah. should focus on also? Yeah, so, you know, one of the big things I do is try to say, let's let's step away from the hype right? Let's step away from, you know, metaverse, web three, NFTs, like those terms are hypey, right? And we, yep. we, we know they're, they're hypey, <laughs> right? But I said, let's take a step back. Let's think about the evolution of the internet, right? What it was web one connected, you know, connected information that gave us the internet, web two connected people that gave us social media, but also gave us the sharing economy and e-commerce and many different things. And now we're in this kind of new space where we're heading into Web3, which in my perspective connects people, places, and things, or people, spaces, and assets, obviously with blockchain. Um, And as we head into this new era, right, there's something called the metaverse, right, Um, which is not fully here. We're building towards it over the next 10 years. But it's the successor state to today's mobile internet. It is how we will experience the future state of the internet, right? So if the internet impacted anyone's business, right, in the past, uh, in whichever version it is, um, then it'll continue to impact their business as we head into the future. So it's literally about thinking about the future of the internet, the next, you know, the successor state of it, and how you're preparing for what's to come as, you know, more people become, you know, as Gen Z enters workforce, as Gen Alpha becomes a, you know, a financial force to be reckoned with. So, so yeah, I try to take a step back and say, okay, let's take a, let's get away from the terms. So let's think about what this is really mean for your business, right? Um, and something else that I do with them, Randy, is I look at, especially if they're brands that sell something, that have a product or a service. And I say, okay, let's look at the commerce models, right? The current commerce models that we have are physical to physical, which we all know what, you know, we all know how to do that perfectly. When we go to Target, we can come out with a lot of stuff we don't need. Um, so we all know. Are you in my head right now? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like back to school. Great. I'm going to come out with so much, so many things I don't need. Um, totally. Yeah. Physical to physical, right. Which we all know how to do really well um, that, you know, and then physical with, with, di- you know, with digital gave us, gave us e-commerce. So stuff arrives at our house. Then there's what I call virtual to virtual commerce, which is gaming spend like, you know, skins in League of Legends and swords in Minecraft and, you know, Virch in Roblox. Um, So virtual, you're paying a virtual currency inside a game uh, for a virtual asset, et cetera. And then 
that gives rise to two new commerce models that I tell people, okay, did e-commerce impact your business? Does physical commerce impact your business? There's two new commerce models, which are virtual to physical, right? I'm in a virtual experience. I do something, something gets delivered at my house, or it unlocks something for me to do at a store. That's one. And then the other one is physical to virtual. I'm at Coachella. I do something physical that unlocks something for my for my virtual self or for my wallet, what have you, right? So these are two new commerce models that haven't been done at scale. So if e-commerce was a giant that disrupted commerce, these new other commerce models will disrupt commerce as well. So that's where people start to be like, oh, let me pay attention. There is something here, right? Beyond the hype of, of, of metaverse, NFTs, crypto, so. That, that was such a great way of describing it. I've, I don't think I've ever heard anyone break it down like that. And I, I also love that you address kind of the hype factor because I do feel for the last year, a lot of companies that have no idea what the metaverse mm-hmm. is just include it in a deck to raise more money or sound more innovative. Um, yeah. And uh, so it's definitely, uh, you know, interesting to hear from someone who actually knows what they're talking about. So what what are some of the things that you're excited about right now? that are going on in the metaverse or, or things that you think we should be excited about that maybe aren't on our radars yet? Yeah, so I, I'm right now looking at what's happening in the, in the awards um, area, right? So you've got the VMAs, right? Uh, announcing a best performance in the metaverse category. Uh, wow, so I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so wild. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Justin Bieber, Blackpink, uh, you know, Travis Scott, like all these names in that did the virtual concerts, right? Like this is a new category. Like I think that that is great validation of of what's happening in the space, right? So that's one thing. You've got the Drum, uh, which is a, a publication launching the first Metaverse Awards that are going to recognize both, you know, world building, but also NFTs and personalities um, in the space. And I'm actually the chair um, of the award, so I'm really excited. So yeah, there's something happening in the award space. I mean, I don't know how, how long it's going to take the Emmys or the Oscars or who knows to kind of catch up. Um, but yeah, interesting to start to see this creativity, this new era that we're heading into, right, get recognized. Like the, the drum, for example, has like, uh, one of the categories is around best community, uh, NFT community. And, and you know, in which, you know, it's going to be quite heated, right? That's going to be a, quite a category. So, yeah, that's, Absolutely. that's now, one thing I'm excited like, about. I get, now I feel personally and emotionally invested in it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens. I'm delighted to be speaking with Kathy Hackle, co-founder and chief metaverse officer of Journey. Kathy, you have to tell me what a chief metaverse officer does. That that's such a great title, and and if you think that that'll be a title that more companies will have in the future. Yeah. So this is what I'll tell you. I gave myself that title to start a conversation, right? I said, okay, there's someone that's going to have to lead metaverse and Web three and all these sorts of things inside organizations. Like there's someone that's going to have to like deal with this and figure out where this goes. So, you know, right now I'm using the, you know, the term I use is chief metaverse officer. Is it going to be the same term in 10 years? I don't know, possibly not, but I wanted to start a conversation. Right. Um, And what I've seen is that more and more organizations are either naming chief metaverse officers or head of metaverse uh, or, you know, different terms, like it might not be the same title, but um, for example, Telefonica, which is one of the world's biggest, uh, mo- you know, telecom companies in, you know, in, in, in parts of Europe and all, all of Latin America, they, they appointed a chief metaverse officer who happens to be a woman. So yay. Um, happy yay. about that. Love that. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, LVMH, the giant luxury conglomerate, has a head of metaverse and crypto. Her name's Nellie Mensa. She's an amazing, brilliant woman. Um, you know, TSX, which is creating a the first Web3 building, has a chief metaverse officer as well. His name's DJ Ski, who many people know in the industry. Um, so, so yeah, I think that you're starting to see this. I mean, uh, you've got, uh, you know, Crate and Barrel naming someone to head up their metaverse I think it's like VP of Metaverse. I don't know what his title is, but there's someone at Crate and Barrel. Uh, you've got just a whole bunch of different people starting to have Metaverse or Web3 in their title. And you'll continue to see this because it's a different animal. This, is, this isn't this is something that lives in your marketing department solely. It isn't something that lives in your innovation department. It's something bigger, right? So, so I think it's about starting a conversation. Um, I will say something really funny that happened at Can Lion uh, this year was that Publicis announced their chief metaverse officer, but it was actually a virtual lion called Leo. <laughs> <laughs> like so a, like an actual avatar. Like an actual avatar. I think they were just making fun, like they're making fun, but having fun with the term. Um, so, so yeah, I thought that was really funny. I mean, the fact that we're having just this conversation to me proves that people are curious and, and there someone within the, in an organization is going to have to lead, you know, metaverse and web three in some, in some way. So. Totally. No, I mean, I actually, I kind of love that. And it, it does, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we roll our eyes at big brands do, doing things, but it, it does add a lot of validation to a space, especially at a, a place like can line where big brands are looking for guidance on where to spend money and where to focus. So that that's yeah. exciting. Um, so talk to me about everything that you're building and doing at journey. Yeah. So, uh, my little consultancy, which was called futures intelligence group, uh, I, I founded it February of last year. Uh, and I actually sold it in 10 months. So, so crazy. Wow. Right? Congrats. Thank you. So just from a, an entrepreneurial perspective, I mean, I celebrate that win. Um, so I got acquired by Journey, which is a new design and innovation consultancy focused on the customer journeys of today and the future. Um, so I head up the metaverse studio at journey. Uh, so we're, we're doing everything from metaverse strategy. You know, we do some work around NFTs as well, but very focused on metaverse strategy. And then we also have a world building practice. So doing, I mean, we build everywhere. We're right now building in Roblox, in Fortnite creative, in core, in sandbox, in Decentraland, you name it, whichever game, a rec room as well. Like we're building in all these different platforms for a lot of different brands. Uh, you're going to see more of our work kind of come in the next couple of months. Uh, we did do some really, something really fun. Um, you know, you weren't able to go there, which was sad, but um, we did the first bell ringing um, a, both in the physical space and in the metaverse with NASDAQ. And that was really exciting. You know, I, I, I opened the markets that day by pressing a button in the physical world, but my avatar pressed the button inside a, a, a gaming experience inside the metaverse, let's call it that. Um, and, you know, CNBC carried that live. It, it was crazy to see that happen. So that's so cool. I so wish I could have been there with you. What, uh, Kathy, what are some of the most interesting experiences that you've had in the metaverse or just like kind of pinch me moments? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, things like dressing up your, it sounds silly, right? But it's like so basic, but like, you know, things around dressing up your avatar and having fun with your avatar, um, you know, there's a certain name recognition that I have. So if I go into a space as Kathy Hackle, like, People know who I am sometimes, and and you know uh, I like going in sometimes in with a different username and just being a little anonymous and just <laughs> uh, and just kind of pretending like I'm not who I am. So that's been fun. Um, you know what I'll say is something interesting that happened 
there are two things that happened recently that are metaverse related. One of them has to do, um, you know, basically my son grabbed my phone, which has my daughter's Roblox account, and he played uh, played in it, but he changed her avatar. And when she got home and started playing, all of a sudden she was so livid. She was so mad because her avatar didn't look the way she had left it. Right. And I literally had to go to my son and say, hey, honey, avatars are very personal things. You shouldn't be changing the way that she looks. It, she was so mad. And it was one of those moments of like, this is a true metaverse moment that I'm having this conversation with my son about, you know, it's just like, you know, you wouldn't steal someone's, I don't know, like, you know, phone or computer or whatever it is. Like you don't change someone's avatar without their consent. Um, so that was an interesting moment. Uh, then another one happened uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, there's a very famous Minecraft player called Technoblade uh, who passed away. And uh, my son was a big admirer of his. And he came into my office and said, hey, mom, um, I just heard that Technoblade passed away and his dad read a letter. And like he was very emotional about it. He you know, was a 23 year old gamer that died of cancer. Oh, and he'd been so gaming sorry. for a long time, right? A lot of a lot of gamers and a lot of kids that are Minecraft players looked up to him. It was a very emotional moment. And and he's, you know, we talked a little bit about it because he had questions. And then he said, I have an idea. So he left and then shortly came back to my office and said, Mom, can you come? I want to show you something. And he showed me in Roblox he had built a memorial for Technoblade in inside one of his experiences. And it was significant for me because I said he was able to take these technologies and these places where he feels very native and take those very difficult feelings, right. Of, 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 of trying to understand death, trying to understand, you know, a 23 year old having cancer, like all these things. Right. And he took what he knows how to do, which is, you know, he took world building to express himself in a safe way and, and kind of share his emotions in a positive way without, you know, without acting up or something like that. So that was one of those moments to me, Randy, that, wow, just showed me, you know, the, the, the flip side, right? Cause there's so much negativity thrown at the metaverse. It showed me the flip side of, you know, world building and creating these spaces can be a good place for children to express their emotions. Wow. I, I mean, that's a really beautiful way to, you know, to address a difficult topic. I'm, I'm so sorry mm -hmm. that that's something that, that your son was going through. I'm curious if you had to wave your crystal ball, you know, 10 years from now and think what we'll be doing or how we'll be engaging with the metaverse. Um, what do you think our lives look like in the future? Or what do you hope they look like in the future in that regard? Well, I'll tell you this. I hope they're more Pokemon Go and less Ready Player One. Um, <laughs> uh, Ready Player One, everyone always uses as the example of the metaverse. So I'm like, that's pretty dystopic sci-fi, people. Like, the graphics are amazing, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> the world is in a horrible place and you would just want to use a headset. Like, that's not the vision I have that I'm building towards. Um, you know, I in 10 years, like, we'll probably be wearing, wear, like, some type of glasses, you know, maybe something really stylish. Like I call the, I call it the Ray-Ban moment when we're going to wear really stylish glasses that are going to, um, you know, do everything that our phone does, but in, in our wearable and, you know, and our world is going to become really exciting. Creativity will be unleashed in a totally different way. There will be drawbacks. There will be issues that we need to face around data, around privacy, around, you know, who gets to control what I see and what I hear. Um, so, so yeah, there will be some drawbacks. I'm not going to be fully, you know, sugarcoating this, but I do think that there's going to be a new level of creativity, um, 
you know, I don't know. I think, but we're going to move away from always staring down at our phones, even when we're walking or crossing a street to being kind of more head up because we'll have heads up this place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about that. I, I think I'm really excited about the crypto space, specifically in blockchain for data management and, and identity management and, you know, knowing what our data is doing for us. Um, I think communities, I think we're going to have a lot of really interesting communities that almost function as corporations uh, in, in not in the scary corporation way, but, you know, like more like, I don't know, I, I feel like, for example, what you're building in, in, in hugs, like those communities are going to thrive and going to continue to grow and they're going to evolve into into different things. Right. So. So, yeah, I think I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm really excited about the future. I, I know there will be challenges. Um but I sure hope that we build a better future for our kids than the one they have right now. Absolutely. So inspiring. And I, and I hope we get to work more closely together also. Yeah. Um, in our final moments, Kathy, I just want to get to know you a little better in this space. So maybe you could talk us through some of the highlights of what's in your wallet. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, your, your favorite metaverse wearables that you have or any NFTs or anything, because you get to know yeah. a lot about someone by what they're, what they own. <laughs> um, you know, this is what I'm, you know, I have a, I have a mutant ape, you know, I got to flex it, whatever. I'm Ooh. part of the board apes. Ooh, I have a, you know, I have, I have a, like I have world of women. I've got clone X. I mean, I've got a lot of blue chips, so I'm going to flex those a little bit. Uh, but what I'm really, you know, I'm starting to get into, and by the way, I have several of your NFTs from hugs. So pr- oh, I'm proud, uh, proud owner, proud owner of those. Um, I'm really excited uh, about the like the NFTs that are like uh, my land in the sandbox and in the central land and and building those up and creating offices like we have an office already in the central land uh, where we use my you know my NFT to build on it um, but those spaces decorating them I'm looking forward to those sorts of things I- I'm starting to get a little bit more into collecting um, art uh, from Web three artists. So, you know, I was recently invited to Christie's Art and Tech Summit and got to meet Mad Dog Jones, who's a, a you know, a, a really interesting artist. He does both Web3 and non-Web3. Um, but I love, you know, I'm right now I'm like looking at a few pieces. I'm like, I want to collect some Mad Dog Jones because I really like his style and I like him personally. Um, I'm looking at, you know, there's there's several artists, I think, that are quite interesting. So, so yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm all in on virtual fashion. So right now I'm, I'm talking about potentially launching some collaborations uh, inside Roblox, the virtual fashion line, um, a, ver- you know, a, a blockchain jewelry line as well. So I think you're going to see a lot from me from the, from the virtual fashion space in a lot oh, of things good. that I'm starting to kind of invest in and also launch myself. So excited. I, I truly hope so. Um, and finally, uh, anyone else that you want to shout out who you think is a great thought leader in the space or any any brands or individuals we should be following yeah. to learn more about the metaverse? Yeah, I mean, um, I am a big fan of Krista Kim. I'm sure a lot of people mention her. I think she's a visionary. She's brilliant. Um, I love Lindsay McInerney as well. Uh, she's now with... Um, uh, Armored Kingdom with Mila Kunis's Armored Kingdom. Uh, she's a fantastic mind in the space. Uh, Andrew Schwartz from Nike's Metaverse team, I think is also a wonderful person. And yeah, there's so many amazing people in the space. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's yeah, it's <laughs> so many wonderful folks. Well, and you were at the epicenter of all of them. Kathy, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and everything you're working on? 
Yeah, they can definitely find me on LinkedIn. That's my main place. So Kathy Hackle, H-A-C-K-L, across social media. Um, you know, they can also go to metaversebook.com to buy my, uh, my, you know, my latest book and yeah, just, you know, Forbes, I have a column in Forbes as well. And I'm going to be doing a lot more. I have several LinkedIn courses. So just, you know, keep your eyes out because there's a lot of content, com- content coming from me in the next couple of months. Terrific. And I can't wait. I'm going to be a guest on Kathy's podcast in a few weeks also. So you'll, uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed this conversation, definitely uh, stay tuned for more to come from the two of us together. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kathy. It's been a delight to chat with you. And I look forward to our paths crossing many more times in the metaverse and the actual verse. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much. That was Kathy Hackle, co-founder and chief metaverse officer of Journey, and truly just one of the most knowledgeable people in this space. Also, as you can hear, incredibly down to earth, explains things just really well, really simply. Um, And uh, whenever I chat with her, I always just feel so excited about what's coming in the future. Tune in next week here on Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we'll have a brand new episode centering around all things crypto, NFTs, Web3, and metaverse. Thanks so much for joining us.